Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. This 25th of May, 2023, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today. To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. It's about the purpose of God in my life, in everybody else's life, is in us, through us. You know what, little me, I can go out and do big things for God. And that, that keeps me going, to know that every day I can wake up and God's going to use little me in a big way. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. I believe that today God is going to speak to you about how you can find, follow, and fulfill God's will for your life. I'm now into my second week of teaching on this, and I have this book entitled How to Find, Follow, and Fulfill God's Will. And I tell you, this is awesome. God used this to really light a fire on the inside of me. There is no way that you're going to accidentally fulfill God's will for your life. You have to pursue it. And I think today is going to be my last day to teach on the first segment of this. About how to find God's will. I've actually got CDs and DVDs here. And the first set is how to find God's will. The second set is how to follow. And the third set is how to fulfill God's will. There's a total of 15 hours worth of teaching in those. And today I will be finishing up this first segment on how to find God's will in your life. What I've already talked about is primarily centered around Romans 12, 1 and 2. These are the verses 
that the Lord used in my life back 53 years ago. And I was seeking to know what God's will was. God showed up and revealed himself to me. And basically these two verses are gave me the track to run on. How to find God's will. It's like a map. And you do these things, you follow these directions, and you will prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so I've spent about three or four days talking about this. I'm not going to go back and say all of those things over, but but please get the material because this, this is essential. If you miss the things that I've already said, well then all of the things I'm going to say aren't going to have as much of an impact in your life. Because here's one of the things the Lord spoke to me through this. is that God's will for your life is not your vocation. But God's will is to be a living sacrifice. That's what he really wants. He wants your heart. Not just what you can do for him. But he wants your heart. And if he gets your heart. And if he gets your commitment, your love. And if you ever establish that type of a relationship with God, I guarantee you, God is going to get your service. He will get your money. He will get everything because you will, you will want to give him everything. God is awesome. 
Banange katunda mulunji. And I tell you, anybody who's not just a hundred percent committed to God, it's because basically you've bought the same lie that the devil gave to Eve. That God is holding back from you. He doesn't want you uh, to reach your full potential. So you'd be better off to rebel at his standard. You don't know the true God if that's the way that you feel. God is a good God. God has perfect plans for your life. And if you ever commit yourself to Him and establish that relationship the way you're supposed to, I guarantee you, you will give Him everything you've got because He's given us everything He has. It's awesome. So this is what we've been talking about. And if you commit yourself as a living sacrifice, and then if you renew your mind according to the word, then it's just automatic. You will prove the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. And today I'm just going to mention these things briefly, but I've got lots of teaching on them. I've got an entire series entitled uh, Foundations. Um, that's not the exact title, a sure foundation. That's it, a sure foundation is the title. That's one of the things I teach in our Bible college. Uh, I also teach the word became flesh. I think I'll be teaching that towards the end of this year around around Christmas time. And uh, I've got a lot of teaching on this. But you've got to understand that God's Word is absolutely essential. For you to ever do anything, and that includes finding, following, and fulfilling God's will. Let me just share some verses with you out of Mark chapter 4. And this is where Jesus taught the parable about the sower sowing the seed. And he gave this parable. His disciples didn't understand it. They came and they said, why are you speaking in parables to these people? And he explained it. 
And then he said this in Mark chapter 4 verse 13. He said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? And another way of saying this is that this parable is the key to understanding all of the parables of Jesus. And what was this parable about? The next verse says, The sower sows the word. He had used the illustration of a man taking seed and just scattering it on the ground. You know, this is the way that they used to sow their seed instead of digging a furrow and planting their seed and spacing it. They just used to throw it on the ground. And he used this of the way that the kingdom of God was. And the seed was symbolic of the word of God. The soil was symbolic of a person's heart. And here is a great truth that you need to get. In the same way that this physical world is dependent upon seeds, in the same way, the spiritual kingdom of God is dependent upon the seed of the Word of God. We would think a person an absolute fool that just laid on the ground and prayed and asked God to have a tree grow or corn grow or something, and you prayed for some something to grow, but you never sowed a seed. We would look at that and think that that's absolutely foolish. Because these laws of nature are just absolute. And you don't get a plant growing from barren ground. You have to plant a seed and you have to fertilize and water and do things. And in the natural, we recognize that. But in the spiritual realm, there are Christians that will fast. They will pray. They will beg God. They will go and get the prayer chain to pray over them. 
They'll have people lay hands on them until they rub all the hair off the top of their head. But they won't take the seed of God's word and plant it in their heart. Like for instance, when it comes to healing, I couldn't tell you how many people have come to me and they're praying and they say, I've been praying for healing. I'm believing God. I'm trusting God for healing. And I'll say, so what scripture are you standing on? And they don't have a scripture. Or they will have some kind of a response. Well, like, doesn't the Bible say? Some place I can't remember where it was, but maybe the Old Testament, New Testament, by stripes, we are healed. Or were healed. You know, that's not the way seeds work. Did you know you and I are the product of a seed? A man has to sow a seed in the womb of a woman. To have a child. I'm not going to explain this whole thing, but hopefully you understand. But you and I are the product of a seed. And it has to be done in a certain way. You can't stand next to somebody who's pregnant and get pregnant. That's not how it works. The stork doesn't bring babies. You have to have this interaction, this intercourse with the seed in order to conceive a child. And it's the same thing in the spiritual realm. There's people that say, well, doesn't the Bible say someplace? Something about being healed by the stripes of Jesus. You have to have a little bit more intimacy with the Word of God than that. To have that seed release its power in your life. And yet there are multitudes of Christians who will sit there and they do not know the Word of God. They don't understand that the Word of God is as dependent upon the seed of God's Word as this physical world is upon physical seeds being sown. You don't get potatoes 
unless you plant a potato. Unless you plant corn, you don't get corn. You don't get peas from from okra. Tofuna rumonde, okudja kongo sisi rumonde. Tosobola kufuna nyanya, okudja kongo funye nyanya. Oeleto sobola kufuna kasori, okudja kongo sisi kasori. Tosobola kufuna bijanjaro. You have to plant a seed, and that seed bears fruit of its own kind. Likewise, in the kingdom of God, you don't get healed by just saying, doesn't the Bible say someplace? You need to have more intimacy with that. The word of God is absolutely essential. And this is the point that I was making in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. That don't be conformed to the thinking of this world. Did you know you can't just turn your mind off? Now there are some people that leave you with the impression that they have just turned their mind off. They don't act like they got two brain cells to rub together. And so I'm aware of that, but the truth is you can't not think. You are going to be thinking constantly. And if you aren't thinking according to the word of God, then by default, you will just let the thinking of this world dominate you. And control you. So Romans 12, 2 says, Be not conformed to this world. Don't be poured into the mold of this world, but be transformed. How do you get transformed? How do you change like a caterpillar going from an earthbound, creepy, crawly thing to being something beautiful that flies? How do you get transformation like that? It's by the renewing of your mind. And that happens through the word of God. I tell you, the word of God is powerful on so many levels. But this is literally God's thoughts. Over here in Second Peter chapter 1, it says in verse 2, it says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. There's so many people that pray for grace and pay, pray for peace. 
wali abantu banji abampuliza ne sawa zinonga muri umusaba katonda abongere kisa katonda abongere emirembe but they don't take the knowledge of God they're just praying and asking God oh God please give me peace nenga temututte kutegerira dalaka katonda muri umusaba basabi katonda nyongera amagezi nyongera nyongera emirembe nyongera ekisa and yet you're sitting here watching television and listening to all the bad news I've often quoted this bumper sticker that I saw on a car that says if you aren't upset or if you aren't depressed, you aren't paying attention. And did you know in the natural that's true? We live in a fallen world and there's a lot of bad things happening. And if you are just plugged into this world, if you're reading all of the negative news, and listening to all of the blogs and the podcasts and all of the things, even if you listen to conservative news. Ngogeza kukulaba nobeda ungo no nyeleza. Ngoguliza radio zezimu. Nsi, abantu bensi zeba uliza. Noba ngosume bintuwe muku internet abantu wala soma. Kanku kakasa chino. Nebo obedanga bintu biogeza kukulaba bila bikange bidunji. Conservative news still presents all of the bad stuff that's happening, but just from a conservative standpoint. Instead of promoting it, they're griping about how bad it is, but they're still focused on all of the bad stuff. If you do that, it is going to affect the way you think. And so you've got, if you want grace and peace, you don't just pray for it and then sit there and eat all of the unbelief and the lies that are coming out. You have to change the way you focus on things. And the word of God is absolutely essential for that. So it says grace and peace is multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according to that means in proportion to or to the degree of his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. So anything that you need, it comes through the knowledge of God. What is the knowledge of God? 
The next verse says, whereby, talking about the knowledge of God, is given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. God's knowledge gave us these promises, the Word of God. The Word of God is the way that God thinks. These are God's values. These are God's standards. And we live in the midst of a fallen world that is promoting lies. Saying terrible things. You know, here in the United States, Man, there are people coming out and they're saying that America is just systemically racist. That is an absolute lie. Has there been racism in America? Yes. But systemically means that that's the root. That what's, that's what caused it. That is an absolute lie. And I'm not going to spend the time to get off and verify that, but I am absolutely convinced of that. People who are saying this, they don't know the true history. Of the United States, and because people don't know our true history and stuff, they are believing a lie. And you've got to get into the Word of God to renew your mind. And to recognize the truth. And this is where people are missing it. So all of this comes from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. First step is you've got to be a living sacrifice. The second step is you've got to be not conformed to the way the world thinks. But you got to be transformed. How do you do that? Through the renewing of your mind. With the word of God. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 32, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It's only the truth you know that makes you free. What you don't know is destroying you. 
AND THAT IS NOT TRUE OR ANY IN ANY OTHER SENSE OR ANY GREATER SENSE THAN CHRISTIANS WHO DON'T KNOW WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAYS. You know, we've got a guy that's, uh, he's my pastoral relations director, and he goes around and makes contact with pastors. Anyway, there was one pastor that he went and met and said that he was here representing Andrew Womack Ministries, and the first thing out of this pastor's mouth is, oh, that's that guy that believes no germ can touch his body and live. He had heard me say that. And so immediately he came out. This was a pastor. And so our pastoral relations guy, he turned over to Psalms chapter 91, I believe it's verse 10, and he says, no plague will come nigh our dwelling. And so that's just an application of what the Bible says. And this guy just begins to say, well, I don't believe that. And it's amazing to me how people don't take the word of God and believe it. They are more conformed to this world's way of thinking. And I understand in the natural people, there's people watching this program that think I'm absolutely crazy for believing that I can walk in health and I don't have to be afraid of viruses and things like this. And you just don't believe that because that's not what the average unbeliever believes and most Christians have been conformed to the world's way of thinking. But man, this is exactly what the scripture says. You know, over in Exodus, it says that God will bless your bread and your water. And take sickness away from the midst of you. Did you know the word take and away are the exact same word? So it literally is saying, and that word means to turn off. So it's saying that he will turn off sickness, turn off in the midst of you. 
ngabo kwata switch no jakama sanyalaze nozikiza amasanyalaze chechinu chechimunti katonda ajja kuzikiza endwadde okuva masekati gamwe i mean twice in that one verse it's saying that he will literally turn off on the inside of you emirundi ebiri mulunyiri lyolo lukulaga bulunji ntikatonda ajja kuzikiza endwadde mumasekati gamwe what makes you receptive to sickness Ejoche nyini nyini echiri mundayo echibadde chikoleza endwadde zino You know I'm not going to mention the name of this person because I'm not familiar enough to quote it exactly and I don't want to misrepresent them Umanyo wali wechi nchengendo kugamba nesigenda kubulira ni achogera kubanga sagala kuogera bindi sirina ko mutena maguru neni nawe chinto nine chinto chino wena chisoma Anything but there is a book talking about how your mind controls and and Uh, connects with every cell in your body Waliwe chitebe chimuchi nasoma ngachira ganti ebirowozo byo bikwatagana no butafali obwomubiri gwo and that if you were functioning properly that your body is made so that it will resist sickness and disease ndisinga obo olimubulamu obwongo olibulunji toyina chikusumbuwa omubiri gwo guno ekitebe chino chigama nti omubiri gwo bagukola ngaguyina obusobozi okuzikizendwa de yuna But when you get toxic thoughts, those toxic thoughts send signals throughout your entire body. Every cell and in a sense it unlocks your cells and makes them susceptible to cancer and to sickness and to things like that. Kakati obutafali buno obera bwe guddewo ne kiretira endwadde nga kokoro ne birwadde ebira ne banga bisobola okuyingira mu birigo ne bikola bubi. And so you could say that there is a mechanism inside of a person that if you were functioning properly the way that God originally made us to we would be turned off our bodies would be turned off to sickness. Twalibade tugama nti katonda ainengeri yakola omubiri gwaffe nti singa ebirowozo byo biba birowoza ebintu ebitufu ebintu ebikirizibwa nti emibiri jaffe jirino obusobozi okuzikizendwadde nizibanga tisobola kubera mibiri jaffe and that's exactly what that passage in Exodus says about that he will turn off sickness on the inside of you Ero nyirirezo chezigeza ko kunyonyola wali mukuva abiri musatu abiri mutano ntikatonda ja kuzikiza endwadde okuva masekati gafe You know Jesus didn't get sick Omanye Yesu nayengo omuntu yalwalako Now I believe he became sick Nenzikiriza yafuka omulwadde He bore our sicknesses on the cross but until that time that he was crucified he lived in a fallen world but there is no indication that Jesus ever got sick Yetikendwa dezafe kumusalaba ekyo nchikiriza dala na yeye boyalinga akyatambulya munsi muno tewali ndwadde yonna yaliko mubirigwe okutusa lulyo lunaku Ruyagenda kumusalaba nafuke ndwadde and had the cold and seasonal allergies and on and on and on all of the things Okutusezu ngabolizo gamba ebifuba senyiga akafuba sirimo birwadde binebinebina ebyatekwa mu birigwe You know why because he was sinless Oneo manyirwa ki Yesu tiyaina ndwadde yonayo na mu birigwe kubanga tiyaina chibi Sin 
affected this entire world, but it affected our bodies. It made us susceptible to things. But umanyi HIV, chadubonka nyenseno yunayuna, nechidetira emibidi javantu, okubanga jisobolo kukiriza enduade mojo. When you get born again, you now have been recreated. You have the same power living on the inside of you. You that lives on the inside of Jesus, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. And you've got promises that no plague will come nigh your dwelling, that he will turn off sickness and if you would just believe it, well, then you would see these benefits come. But see, there's a lot of people that they just don't know what the Word says. They are conformed to the way that this world thinks. One of the reasons I believe it took Adam 960 years before he died is because he didn't know how to die. He didn't know that when you were 30 years old that you were supposed to get black balloons and you were over the hill. And that you had to start having a midlife crisis. Nobody had taught him these things. It took 960 years for the devil to actually get Adam and Eve to accept death. They didn't know that there was a flu season. They didn't know that there was an allergy season. They didn't know that you were supposed to be starting getting arthritis and stuff. Adamu, never never bali miaka jawe. Bali te bama nyinti waliye banga. Ntikakati omusana munje mfofo nyinji. Olino kusubi levi fuba. Olino kusubi la senyiga. Tenyingo zigena tandi kukuruma. They didn't know how to be sick. I believe that's one of the reasons that people live so long in the beginning is because they hadn't been programmed this way. But some of us have been raised with all of these uh, phobias and fears, and we've been taught that, you know, you're going to have allergies, the pollen count is up, the mold count is up. Man, those things don't affect you unless you learn to accept it. And I can just hear people switching off TVs all around the world now. 
Bino bienjo gede, walia ulido obusungu ngu ya gana kujako radio. Thinking you're crazy, but what I'm saying is based on scripture. Ngo geza kugamanti zecheka bienjo geda viachiralu. Neka nkubuli bienjo geda mbija mchigambo chakatonda. No plague will come nigh our dwelling. Tiwabe woka umpuli, alisembele na wankachi yangu ba uba wema yange. It says that he will take away all sickness from the midst of us. Agamenti ajakuzikiza endwe dezona mumasekati gafe. By his stripes we were healed. Not can be healed in the future, but were healed in the past. And on and on and on I could go. But most people are conformed to the way this world thinks. If you are going to really experience God's will coming to pass in your life, you're going to have to become a living sacrifice. Be totally committed to Him. Whatever His will is, you're willing to do it. You have no ambition or goal beyond what God has for you. But you've also got to renew your mind. You've got to quit being conformed to the way this world thinks. The thinking of this world is toxic. Man, that ought to be obvious. But it's not obvious to everybody because not everybody studies the scripture. But if you study the scripture, I mean, Jesus said he made them in the beginning male and female. Today, people say, oh no, there's not just two genders, there's hundreds of genders. I've actually heard that there's over a hundred different Genders. That is ludicrous. God created them male and female. And the liberals created all of the other genders. But see, this is what's going on in our world today. People have lost their ever-loving mind. They don't even know which restroom to go into. They don't know if they're a male or a female. That's crazy. This is the way that the world is thinking. Man, the world is putting men in women's sports and they're just blowing these women out of the, 
scholarships. Umanyi ensi ekuta abasajja banabeita abakazi nebateeka mu mizanyo jabakazi bambi bakazi batu nibabanga tebasobola kubanga basobola kubisanya na abasajja banu abe abamba demibiri abefula abakazi miatenga abasajja and taking away all of these advantages man women talked about women's rights and promoting women and nechiletira abakazi okubanti basubidwa emiganyiro jibadde bafuna ngazi scholarship and women's lib and that it's all coming back to bite them now. Nechiba jako nemi ganyo nemi ajeva deba nyumirwa. Umanyaba kazi bogira kuchetuita idembe li abachala. Because they are allowing these transgenders to do it. That's crazy. Urokubanti bakirizaba na basajja abasiyazi. Urokubanti befuda abakazi. Echuchemba gamba sichi tufu. See this is the way the world thinks. If you can't recognize. That the thinking of this world is toxic. Nti endoza yensenu butwa you aren't paying attention ngukakasa ebirozo ebirozo olimutulo webase we need to go back to the word of god twetago kuddeyo ku kigambo kya katonda if you want god to reveal his will to you boboye gala katonda ayolese okwagala kwejoli you're going to have to become a living sacrifice ogenda kuitago kusoko kufuka sadake namu and you're going to have to get into the word of god ero genda kuitago kugenda mu kigambo kya katonda and start sowing this seed in your life and allow it to grow and multiply and take over your thinking. To where you start thinking according to the standards of the Word of God. And not according to our woke society. So kusinzira kuchi ebitu eto deche bitu gamba. I know that some of the things I'm saying are offensive to people. Manyebi muku bintu biengeza koba gamba. Biesi tazaba antu abamu. But it's the truth and I'm not saying it in anger. I'm, I'm telling you that if you want to know God's will. Nienga gema zima. Binebe nebina sibiogira mbusungu. Nechino chengeza kotegeza. Ntibobo ya galu kumanyo kwa gala kwa katonda. You're going to have to start thinking differently than the people who are dead and the people who are being inspired by the devil. Uino kuchusendo uza yo. Nguino kulu uza mungeri ya ukana. Kubana abantu abafu. Abatambula ngabogo beririnsiche gamba. Ngasitani wabalunga miza. And are throwing off every standard that has worked in this nation and throughout history. Ngabogo tebi nituwe vitu yambie nge guanga. Ngabogo visude muguluka. Katibunga bogo tebi yabwe. Ebita yamba na kuyamba. Ngatibi basoso waziza. And they're, they're saying that they're going to do it their own way. Ngirewa ntuwa nubafudu ni bagama. Ntiboba genda kule vitu ngabbo. Biba uliya wibagalo kubikola. It just has never worked that way. You're going to have to start conforming your thinking to the Word of God. So that's what this teaching is all about. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed. Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Mark Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. Every last Thursday of the month, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, 
along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today.